Hey, it's your Kali. What's up? Warning, 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 warning. You are about to listen to facts, stories, interviews, gossip, and much more fascinating things that will be so stunning, there's a possibility that your mind will blow. This show will start five, four, three, two, one. This show was recorded live at the Chicago Southside Mini Maker Fair on Saturday, August 6th. Listen to Lupin Radio. What is going on, everybody? This is Pop Up Youth Radio, and we are broadcasting live from the Makers Fair at Forest City Mall. So, how? So, you guys, we are at the Makers Fair. How do you guys feel about that? What have you guys been seeing so far, right now? Well, I've seen a lot of cool things around here. Uh, I actually was walking around, and I saw a really cool project about the Play-Doh, who has electricity conductible. This is pretty cool. Uh, I seen a gigantic Pac-Man. <laughs> yeah, here. that's that's one fascinating thing. I said they they actually made an operating Pac-Man mobile, and they actually had disguises as the ghost. As well, I can't. I've played Pac-Man so many times, but I cannot remember the ghost's names. But it's it looks cool. I mean, the Pac-Man they they did their little thing. It's purple though. It's not it's not yellow. It's purple. But you know, they they changed the game. They changed things up. But. For those who don't know, for those listening, the Makers Fair, this is the fourth annual Chicago Southside Mini Makers Fair at the Forest City Mall. The Makers Fair is a part science fair and county fair. It is an all-ages gathering of tech enthusiasts, in which it gains its name as all the makers of a vast majority of tech gathered and became the Makers Fair. So... To the listeners out there as well, we'll be having interviews coming up to, for some of the in, innovators and the inventors. We'll be interviewing a couple of those people. We'll be explaining to you guys what's here. To those listening live, we will really enjoy for you to come down here and enjoy the Makers Fair at Forest City Mall. It's today, August 6th, from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. And we will also just be sharing our experience about technology and, you know, playing. We'll also have games in the mix for those listening, and we'll have live people playing them as well. So right now, let's just start off the game a little bit called What's On My Mind. So we're going to keep it technological-based So for my co-host. So it is, so the thing I'm thinking about, it is a long cable that is used for technological devices to give them power and available to be used all day so so do you guys know what i'm thinking about what's on my mind like what what's what's the device called um, uh, probably you were talking about raspberry pi oh just kidding <laughs> <laughs> so 
You guys don't know what I was thinking about? It's a, it's, a, really. it's a cable. You plug it up in devices. It gives it, you know, juice. It powers it up. You know, you use it for your phones. A charger? A charger? Yes, a charger. Yeah. Yes, okay. <laughs> See, that's the type of thing we're going to be playing today. When we're going to... Uh, we're going to be playing that with some of the interviewers and, you know, with my co-host as well. So, you guys, what uh, what else have you seen? Oh, well, before you say that, uh, there are also refreshments here. They have, like, chips with cheese, hot dogs. They also have a refreshments area with water and donuts. So, for those who are maybe on their way here or think about stopping by, you will be fed. Well, the, the donuts and waters are free, but you have to pay for the... Um, for the hot dogs and the chips with cheese. Actually, and they like ran out of donuts. So. They ran out of donuts. Okay, well, donuts are fresh out. <laughs> Don't worry about the donuts. Forget I said it. Just get you some water. Stay hydrated, even though it does feel pretty good out here. It feels very nice out here. But what else have we been seeing? So right now in front of me, I see people making robots and drone cars. I also see... You can also make your own toy mutant in there. It's pretty awesome. There's an airplane challenge where you have you can make your own airplane. Okay, that's and nice. That's nice. I, I've seen people. I've seen them around throwing throwing their airplanes around here. But the but it is a little windy today, so it's kind of like it's so. perfect. It's it's sunny. It's hot, but it's it's windy. It's no, but the thing is, it's like the wind was blowing the plane in the other direction. So he, <laughs> that person just didn't know aerodynamics. For real. So, but we will be. Right back. We're just going to uh, tune out for some music for a little bit. We're going to bring a person here from the Makers Fair, an actual supervisor. We're going to bring him here, interview him, and just see how the Makers Fair started and, you know, like, what, what's the benefits of it. So we will be right back. This is Pop-Up Youth Radio, and we will be tuning out to some music. What is going on, everybody? We are back. This is Pop-Up Youth Radio, and Jenny will be explaining some things about the Makers Fair that is very important to, to mention. Yes. So this year, um, the Chicago Mini Makers Fair is in collaboration with Southside, um, Southside Hackerspace and the Museum of Science. So with the Southside Hackerspace, it's, what they do is that there are a group of hackers and makers in the bridge uh, Port of Pilsen area, and their goal is to create a social education and collaborate with uh, themselves and the community in a space for themselves and the community. And if you want to follow them on Facebook, uh, just type Southside Hackerspace, and on Twitter is at SSH Chicago. And right now we have an interview, so yes, we have an interview. So, sir, if you would like to introduce yourself to the people listening. 
Hi, my name is Greg Porter. I'm with the After School Matters uh, class called Digital Imagination, and this is our second time at the Southside Maker Fair. That's nice. Can, can you explain what your ASM, what, what you guys do in your program? Certainly. Uh, we started as a news broadcast program. I've been with the program now since 2009. Ooh, okay. Over the last few years, we've evolved more into a STEM-based program. So uh, at this point, we're doing 3D scanning, 3D printing, some photogrammetry. We've done some projection mapping uh, and basically 3D modeling using open source software. Uh, yeah, 3D modeling. I, I, you know, I try to keep up with the news. I heard 3D modeling is something that's, that's, that's real innovative and that's coming to like, like that's the next big thing. So, so what is your take on that? Like what, what do you specifically 3D model or, you know, how do you teach? How do you teach your, your students how to do we it? Use, we use a formerly free program called <laughs> SketchUp. Um, okay. And it's made by Google. Okay. And so we've modeled things from simple houses to replicas of, like, the former Sears Tower. I forget the name now. <laughs> Everybody calls it Willis, but, but real Chicago is still. Willis Tower. Yeah, real Chicago is still called the Sears Tower. Right, but we do things, uh, some simple things like the Sears, also the Hancock. Right. We, we've worked on the Trump Tower. We do things from other countries like the Eiffel Tower, things like that. All right, that's nice. Uh, what are you guys working on now at the Makers Fair? What is, because uh, I understand everybody has a setup and they can broad, they can show the, the people attending the Makers Fair what they're made of. So what, what are you guys doing currently? What we're doing today is we're actually practicing for a big donors event called the After School Matters Annual Gala. That's okay. coming up in a couple, three weeks where we will be scanning folks that come by and then printing them their bus for a price. Today, we're just okay. doing scanning, 3D printing, and displaying some of the models we printed. Okay. So we've got two scanning stations. We're showing two different ways to scan. We're using the Sense scanner connected via USB to the MacBook, and then we're okay. also using the iSense scanner, which connects to an iPad. Okay, okay. And you, and you said that it makes a bust of the person you scan? Correct. We're that, scanning, like, from the waist up. Wow. And then we'll edit that scan, cut away the excess. We'll generally cut it about chest high with a plain cut. And then, because this is the first time we've scanned outside, uh, we're seeing that the sunlight is competing directly with our scanners because what... What happens is the scanner consists of two cameras, three in the case of the handheld, okay. and one and an IR or infrared projector. The infrared projector casts out a pattern of infrared dots. The other camera reads those dots and therefore determines the depth of the object being scanned. As you know, sunlight is full of infrared. <laughs> yes. And so it's giving our handheld scanners a challenge today. So what that means is we also, after we finish doing a scan, we'll take that scan and edit it in another free program called <laughs> Mesh Mixer. Mm -hmm. And in Mesh Mixer, we're able to fill in holes, add geometry where there's not, or take away geometry. With the wind blowing today, 
air is flying all over the place. <laughs> yeah. And so as we rotate around to get the 360-degree scan in, uh, we're finding that we're going to have to do a lot of editing of flying hair <laughs> in post-production. So what we're doing is we're uh, taking the scans we scanned today okay. and we're uploading them to our class scan site, which is sketchfab.com slash digimag101. Our program name is Digital Imagination and our email is digimag101 at gmail. So that's how we basically design all of our websites to include part of our name. That's nice. I, I kind of, I mean, you never know. People might want to have a bus with that, with that hair flying. That's, when, when have you seen a bus with, with hair flying? No, that's well, something innovative. Well, I'm, I'm looking at your dude and <laughs> dudes like yours, dreads, they give us the most challenge uh, because, because there's so much geometry in the hair. Mm -hmm. And uh, let's say a, a typical bust might have 500,000 vertices or faces or triangles. Okay. When we add the new age hairdo, <laughs> we're up to a million, yeah, that's a million dumb. five, all in the hair. <laughs> so as we scan, we know this. So we, we allow a lot more time to scan the hair than actually a smooth face. Okay. Well, um, where do you guys where are you guys located? Like, if when you're not here, like, where can people like want? Our class meets at the Ray and Joan Croc Center on 119. Oh, I know what I said. Okay. And during the summer, we moved over there in 2012 from Southside Health Center on 104th and Halstead, mm -hmm. and we still hold summer classes at Southside as well as the Croc Center. But during the school year, we're at the Croc Center. Okay, that's nice. How much do you normally charge? Because I'm kind of interested to have my have an own personal bust of mine. So how much do you normally, you know, charge? We haven't started charging yet, <laughs> but that is one of the things we're investigating today to see how easy it is to scan people who aren't used to being scanned mm -hmm. because it it takes one almost being... Uh, near comatose. <laughs> you have to be perfectly still. We call it be your best mannequin. Yeah. And the younger the subject, the harder it is for them to sit still. <laughs> That's all that candy. So, I mean, it's a hit or miss. And so, as far as to answer your question, so far we scan people in front of them for free. Okay. But with the printer we use, which is a MakerBot Mini, our scan volume is limited to five inches by five inches oh, okay. by six inches tall. So, oh, but so during the school year, we have access to a, a much bigger printer. And so we were able to print like a 14-inch digital sundial that displays the time digitally as the sun passes over. Yep. Uh, and we're displaying that at the booth also. Okay. I would, I would love to see that. Do you guys have any, any questions? Uh. So when did you discover you were a maker? Probably 1982, but I don't think we want to go back that far. <laughs> <laughs> that was the year my, my daughter was born, and I just had a, a, a urge to get nerdy. Mm. And, but back then, I, my dream was back then, 1982, to open a, a bus shop at the mall. Mm -hmm. However, the scan equipment and the print equipment <laughs> were way beyond my price range. I think at that time, 
a scanner was probably a hundred thousand. Oh, wow. and a printer was anywhere from a quarter to a half a half a billion. Back so then? it was only a dream back in '82. Hey, but now you're living it, man. You doing you doing what you wanted to do since '82. Thirty 82? years later, <laughs> and it's it's fun because the teens they're not really into the modeling as much as as they are into trying to scan different objects. Uh, each of our scanners has a limited scan volume. For example, we'd love to scan a car. Okay. <laughs> but we are limited to, in our handheld scanner, to like a, a nine-foot square, which okay. most cars are longer than nine feet. Exactly. So it, it, it proves a challenge trying to get different things to scan. So we, we'll go to different parks and stuff trying to find, like, statues, we, we started with garbage cans, <laughs> but most of the time in a park, we're competing with the sun, so it's hard to find things that are, that are shaded okay. and able to be scanned. But it, it, it's a challenge that we, we really enjoy. That's, well, you know, that's nice. Well, um, pleasure having you on there. I, I feel like we don't have any more questions. You've explained. Uh, let, I'll leave on this note. Okay. The, uh, we're in our next to last week of class. And so Friday we were trying to think of things to, to make and print and bring, just some little gee whiz things. Okay. And so one of the teams de designed a Pokemon Go aimer. <laughs> you clip it on your phone hey. and it makes your finger go straight. I'm not even no going. No more curves, no more hooks. I'm not even going front. That is something nice right there. A Pokemon Go aim, all for 3D printing. All for 3D printing. He created he created it and sketched up in about 10 minutes, and then we edited it, and then it takes about an hour to print. Wow. We had three, but unfortunately, one got stepped on. <laughs> so it's, it's not usable anymore. But I thank you for taking the time to find out about our program. Yes. And we appreciate you asking us over. Okay. Well, yes, we we have really enjoyed this interview. We are, uh, To the listeners out there, we're going to tune out to some music. We'll have another interview after after the fact. But, you know, thank you, sir, for coming through. Thank you for having me. <laughs> you guys are doing a great job. Thank Keep you, sir. Good work. All right. Thank you, sir.
Wait, what are you doing? Do not change the station. We still have a lot to transmit here at Papa Youth Radio. Follow us on Tumblr or Twitter at Papa Youth Radio for more crazy stuff. you guys this is pop-up youth radio broadcasting live from the makers fair at forest city mall and like i said before we went on break we have another interview going on so sir explain uh you know introduce yourself hi uh i'm george i work at the chicago public library maker lab and i am uh, officially just the maker there am a maker at the chicago public library maker lab Okay, so uh, what are you doing? I understand everybody has their own booth. So what are you guys doing at, at your booth today at the Makers Fair at Forest City Mall? Yeah, so the Chicago Public Library has two tables set up in the booth. Uh, we have uh, the table for Umedia, which is our teen space. And then we have our adult-focused makerspace, uh, the Maker Lab. Both of the main spaces uh, reside at the Harold Washington Public Library downtown, 400 South State Street. And the Maker Lab... Um, Today we have Finch robots set up there, which are programmable robots that you can check out from the library. Three weeks at a time, just like a regular book. They just got uh, very simple circuitry, and they're available for anyone to use. Um, and we primarily use Scratch, but you could use a variety of languages, about 20 different programming languages. And it, like I said, they're available for anyone to check out. Okay, and I understand. So this kind of looks familiar to me. Um, is Oh, okay, so back there. Over there where you see the, uh, the bright yellow, red, and blue big Lego blocks, that's us right there. Oh, okay, okay, so this right here, that's not y'all. No, no, no. Okay, no. I was going to ask about that, but <laughs> all right. So um, what, um, what inspired you personally to, like, pursue this, to, yeah. to, to be a maker? Oh, well, I have, I have, like, mixed around since my youth in, like, uh, in digital design. Like, I'd use Photoshop for... A very long time, and uh, I've also used some of the other tools related. So some of the tools we use in the Maker Lab are closer to Illustrator, uh, ve- vector-based programs. So we primarily use Inkscape. It's a free, uh, free open-source product, and in the Maker Lab we mostly use that of uh, just free software so that anyone can use it. And it, it came up, and then within a month of it opening, I would just pop in every every couple days and just check in. I, I worked in the library teaching people like the basics of computers. Okay. Um, anyone who came in and had a question about using a computer, whether it was their first time using a keyboard, first time using a mouse, uh, these are normally grown people. <laughs> um, and, or, or, or like if you needed help with resume building or whatever, that was me. And I would pop in in the Maker Lab and want to learn how to, how to take my 3D and 2D designs that I had done years ago and how can I use these machines. So I, I started getting more involved, and I asked, hey, can I be in the Make Lab? And, and, I, was, and I got in there. And, and since then, I'd been tinkering with the machines. I've always taken apart and built uh, as many electronic things as I could. So that, that really led me to transition well into the Make Lab. And then I, 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 like a year ago, I got started in using Scratch software and the Finch robots. Uh, and when 
when the Finch robots were about to circulate, uh, someone asked me if I wanted or was interested in learning about them and if I could share what I'd learned. Um, and, and so I did. I took it upon myself to learn. Uh, I went to MIT for Scratch, uh, Scratch Day, which is actually happening right now in Boston. Every two years it's in Boston. Every other year it's at a different, look, uh, different city and a different country. And in there I kind of saw how one woman, I forget her name, but how she used the Finch robot differently. And I got to learn about Scratch and how, how it's, uh, it's an easy tool for teaching other people how to code. So that was really good for me. And since then, I've been uh, the ambassador for the Chicago Public Library on Scratch. Mm-hmm. All that is Scratch and all that is Finch. Nice. Uh, and, and I come out here and come out to as many places as I can and showcase the Finch. It's great for kids who, who have programmed before in Scratch. Mm-hmm. Um, they build code, and then the Finch robot lets you, like, materialize uh, and bring your code into life. Uh, we have this game where you can tilt the robot and kind of use it like a Wii remote. Oh. It's also telling us it's about 80, like mid-80s out here, so it's got a temperature sensor. Uh, it tells you the intensity of the light, and you can kind of use that as a control. Oh, nice. And then we're, uh, we got some Lego blocks that you can see, and we usually use that as a maze. Right now, it's just kind of an arena for moving it around. Okay. So there's a couple ways to use the Finch robot. Well, as I, I can see, so that robot standing up, that's the Finch robot, right? <laughs> it's going to be kind of hard to see the Finch robot from here. It's a oh. little white one. I, oh, I could have well, brought... Then what's the robot standing up? Oh, that's actually... Um, so I think Pumping Station 1 or some other uh, organization is right next to us. Oh, and that's okay, a K-9 okay. from Doctor Who. Uh, oh. They built that. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, and the, the one standing up, I think that one uh, does voice recognition, actually, where nice. you can uh, talk to it. The Finch robot is like this little thing. It's supposed to be a finch, which is a bird, a type of bird. Oh, right. But it's a, okay. It actually looks like you. a stingray, and it's about the size of this 8-inch uh, tablet or so. Not, not much bigger than this, just taller. Um, it's, like, comfortable to hold in the hand, and so. Okay. Well, you guys should stop by later on when you're not. Yeah, uh, we will. Doing right, because our session, you know, we split it up. Our session is over with in about 20 minutes, so we would most definitely like to stop by and you know check out what, what you got going on over there. But um, do you have any social networks where we could follow? Where you or, could find me? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm at uh, Yorick Garcia on Twitter, and that's usually where I'm at. Um, yeah, I, I, Twitter would be the easiest place to find me, Yorick Garcia. And every once in a while, I'll post something on the Finch. I, I, I will have to tweet some of the pictures that I have with the kids using and playing uh, my Thunder Kitty game, which is a, a little cat that catches lightning bolts. Snap. Um, at Yorick Garcia. Okay. okay. Well, yeah. thank you so much for being here. Well, yeah. I have one more question. Oh, yeah, go uh, ahead. Like, for how long... For how long have you guys been doing this? Like, for how long have you guys been? Yeah. Working? Oh, that's actually a great question because this gives me an opportunity to talk about the Maker Lab. <laughs> so, like I said, it's the adult space uh, where you can use 3D printers, you can use laser cutters, uh, vinyl cutters, which make heat transfers as well as uh, along with uh, vinyl cutters. And so, the Maker Lab was a six-month project that opened in July of 2013, uh, but it was so successful that we kept the grant going and sought out more grant. Uh, we were uh, funded by Motorola Mobility Foundation for some time, and uh, it's been great. So we have open shop Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays where anyone can come in and use our machines. There's a nice. small fee for that, but uh, the rest of the time, uh, like every, other, every day, every day but Wednesday and Sunday, we have workshops that are completely free. 
you come in and they're all introductory classes, so as long as you have some computer skills, you know how to use a keyboard, you know how to use a mouse, you know how to, like what the control and shift keys can do, uh, then you can come in, uh, learn how to do some basic 2D, 3D design, and then you get to make something there, whether it's a sticker, whether it's a 3D print, we make earrings, we make, um, we make wine tags on the laser cutter. Um, and then since we are uh, primarily catered towards adults, uh, it's a little hard to have children there, uh, but we do have a family drop-in day once a month. It alternates between 3D and laser cut. Uh, this month, August of 2016, it will be uh, 3D printed. Uh, 3D, a 3D printer, family drop-in day. I forget the date, but it's on our website, shypublib.org. Uh, sorry, shypublib.org. Okay. Uh, so you can check that out uh, and come in and drop in for an open shop or check out our classes and see when you can come in and attend. It's yeah, not just sure. the digital design stuff. Sometimes we have craft, like we have floral arrangements or we paint. Um, you can even come in and just digitize yourself and get a short little print of yourself. Oh, nice. So you can put it on your shelf. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, well, thank you for taking your time with yeah. us. And uh, we'll be checking out your project maybe later. Yeah, this day. you guys should definitely come by. Thanks for having me. Thanks to you. All right. Uh, enjoy the rest of the Makers Fest. Right? I will. See you in the next one. All right. So you guys, so now... We had we had some time to just kick back and just you know just reminisce. What what you guys been specializing like? How what you guys been enjoying about the Makers Fest so far? We've been here for about like two hours. Well, I've seen that there's like actually pretty decent amount of people in here for this small event. Actually, this is not a the full event. This is like a mini event, but uh, uh, well, actually the actually the Makers Fair it's mostly hosted in New York and it's pretty big. Right, yeah, and but we, we get a, we get a good taste of it here. Yeah, Got a nice little taste of it. I enjoy. I really enjoy. I really have to go check out that three D printer because that that Pokemon Go and that one thing, of those that that really intrigued me. I don't even play Pokemon Go. That's the crazy thing. I download it just to use it. <laughs> And then I, I got to check out. I really want to see what's going on right next to us with this little drone For arena. Sure. I don't see a lot of people in it, so I just want to go check them out. Yeah, I think they I think they setting up. I think it's probably going to be something a little later that's doing more setup and probably getting their drones ready. But I think they're going to have a drone battle here right next to us. So it, that seems really Whoa, cool. Oh, that would be pretty interesting to see right now. Exactly. And then the drones are right in front of that, uh, in front of us on that table in front of us. And then what else is going on here? Well, there is the Franken toy mobile. So it's basically like where you could make your toys, like wear toys out of it. So little kids are really into that section. It's like <laughs> Toy Story type of toys things. And, and it's pretty seen, cool. Yeah. Fun. Oh it's well, we different. we have some some visitors here. We thought we uh, we're giving the listeners another special. We're giving you guys something special. So some two two ladies just sat down at the at the pop up youth radio booth. So introduce yourselves, ladies. I'm Wu, and, and I'm Natalie. All right, and you guys are here for the Makers Fair because. Um, so we are here from the Adler Planetarium. I'm a staff member there, and. Uh, oh, here. There we go. Microphone paste. Um, 
I'm a staff member at the Adler, and Wu is a teen intern. Um, we're here with a crew of our high school interns actually running our own making activities, uh, exploring different physics concepts like we do at the planetarium every day, but actually bringing it out into the community. So we're doing egg drop, land, uh, egg lander engineering. We're building our own telescopes, and we are... Um, building paper airplanes. That's the last one. Um, so that's what we're doing over at our station. It's pretty cool. Uh, Wu actually is here to share a little bit of information about um, a special teen event that we have a, coming up at the Adler too for everybody who's listening and here today. Yeah, please. Uh, let, the, let the listeners know. The listeners got to know. Okay. So. Um, we're throwing a community bash on August 16th. And it's just a fun way to get people um, into the museum and learn about what we've done over the summer. Um, and it's a Tuesday, 6.30 to 9.30. We have flyers at our booth. Okay. So um, you have to RSVP, but it's free for everybody. So you guys can come get a flyer. Okay. Well. Um, by the link bit.ly slash Moon. Yeah, that's it. Okay, well, we will most definitely, after we get off, because our segment is over in about 10 minutes, so we will come by, and to all the listeners, we are at the Forest City Mall. We would like for you to drop, drop by and, you know, enjoy the Maker's Fair. It's a really innovative Maker's Fair. It's, it's a lot of new things that you really don't see on a normal basis. So we really want the listeners to check it out. And you guys, uh, anything else you have to say for the listeners out there? Have fun. <laughs> hey, have fun. Simple message. Have fun. Well, and thank you all. Oh. We love seeing all the excitement here, and it's so fun to come every single year. And it's really cool to have Pop Up Youth Radio here. Yes, I Woo, was really, really cool. appreciate it, and thank we really you. appreciate you guys for stopping by. I'm glad we were able to help you guys, you know, promote. Thank you. All right. Well, that was a surprise. Surprise drop by. <laughs> so, so we are. It looks like. It's about that time. We are going to transition to some music and some more pop-up youth radio will be by. We'll be having more interviews. More things will be happening later on at the Makers Fair, so then they'll be able to broadcast that. And, you know, you guys have any last things to say before you get off? Well, I would just say to come by, check the South, uh, Chicago Southside Mini Makers Fair. And, well, it's pretty cool. It's just something fun, new yeah, with technology. You guys want to join? We're millennials, so come back. <laughs> Just have some food if you guys want to. Uh, I mean, for those uh, technology freaks, uh, around out here, like this is your perfect opportunity for you to check out. We see a lot of robotics in here, and it's, personally, I have a lot of friends who would like to be here. And uh, if you guys come here, just stop by. All right, well, you guys heard it here. We will be, that is the end of the first hour of Pop-Up Youth Radio at the Forest City Mall. So we will be right back after these, after this music break. Pop-Up Youth Radio. Did you enjoy our last segment? You bet your beautiful face you did. Follow us on Twitter and Tumblr at Pop-Up Youth Radio for more. This show was recorded live at the Chicago Southside Mini Maker Fair on Saturday, August 6th.